Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. We are at the top of page 270. I would like to all tell you all that uh, just this morning I went and got my booster shot. Yay for science. Um, it's been it's been hours. It's been was five, five and a half hours or so. Um, I'm feeling like no symptoms whatsoever, which is very odd. I was expecting to feel at least somewhat worn down. Uh, so I'm incredibly lucky, I think. Uh, and so I'm just going to record a couple of episodes today and see what happens. Um, maybe tomorrow I'll feel crappier. I'm going to try and record a couple episodes tomorrow, too. We'll, we'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. Um, all right. I, I feel like I'm, I'm running out of sounds that I can make with my mouth for this sound effect thing, although I'm sure that's not true. I could come up with something. But, um, you know, a lot of sound effects you can't really make with your mouth. And that, that gets hard. Footsteps, for instance. How do you make that? Creak? Creak? No, you can't do that. Um, so whatever. I'm just gonna maybe still try and do some sound effects with my mouth. And then if I can't anymore, then I'll either stop the sound effects thing altogether. Let me know how you feel about that one way or the other. Or um, maybe I will put the sound effects in post, although I'm not entirely sure if I want to do that. That's more work for me. Anyway, let's talk about the words. The first word is the second form of contest, and it is pronounced with the emphasis on the first syllable, contest. Noun from 1630. One, a struggle for superiority or victory. And the synonym is competition. I, uh, I don't tend to join contests or competition because I know that I'm not superior in any way. Uh, number two, a competition in which each contestant performs without direct contact with or interference from competitors. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what is the sound effect for today? I think I the sound I said beforehand was wee 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 wee. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Next word is contestant. Noun from 1665. One. One that participates in a contest. You become a contest, a contestant. Why why isn't it a contestor or a contestee or a contestist? I don't know. Number 2. One that contests an award or decision. Hmm, I don't think I realized that if you are contesting something, saying that it's wrong or whatever, you want to change the change the, the outcome of it, that you would be a contestant. Come on down, you are the next contestant on The Price is Right. Wee, 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 wee. Next word is contestation, noun from 1580. The synonyms are controversy and debate. Yeah, I think that makes sense from an old school standpoint. You're having a debate. It's a kind of like a contest. You One of you wants to be uh, victorious, reign superior, and so it's a contestation. Hmm. I was part of the contestation club in high school. No, I was not. Wee, 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 wee. Next word is context. C-O-N-T-E-X-T. The, the first word in this episode is spelled with an S. There's a, there's a fair amount of words that are, uh, you just change that one letter. Content, contest, context. 
There's probably other ones. Okay, context. Noun from circa 1568. There's a pretty good amount of etymology, which of course we'll get to. One, the parts of a discourse that surround a word or passage and can throw light on its meaning. And number two, the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. Synonyms are environment and setting, as in the historical context of the war. I have a lot of stuff to say about this, I think. Contextless is an adjective. Contextual is an adjective. can be pronounced a few ways. And contextually is an adverb. The etymology says it is a Middle English word, and it means weaving together of words. Hmm, weaving together of words. Uh, It is from the Latin contextus, which means connection of words or coherence from the verb contexere, which means to weave together, which is from com plus texere, which means to weave, and there's more at the word technical. All right, so let's look at the second one. Uh, the, The example was the historical context of the war. And I think this also very much applies to movies. I think about it in terms of movies often. You have to look at the context of the world, society, culture, when a movie came out. Best example, first example I can think of is the movie Citizen Kane. It is largely regarded as the best movie ever made, but that was also largely because of so many things surrounding the movie when it was made in, I think it came out in 1940 or 41. Um, You know, I'm not going to go into lots of details, but it was different camera usage showing the ceiling because nobody ever showed the ceiling before because that's where they put the lights, putting the camera in the floor to show the ceiling, Uh, having so many things in focus, Uh, just, you know, shooting it differently, Uh, not to mention the fact that it was made by a guy who was 25 years old, I think. He wrote it, he produced it, he directed it, he starred in it. He played this one character from the 20s all the way until he was an elderly man, and he did a good job at playing those ages all throughout. It was really just... Oh, oh, and... On top of all that, he had uh, creative control over the whole film. He had final cut, which is a thing that a lot of production companies do not want to give a director. Uh, But he had it. Um, So yeah, it was just a... So anyway, that's just a very long-winded to say that... A long-winded thing to say that you have to look at the context of a thing for when it was created, specifically a movie. In addition to the word context... Uh, you, I, I may end up picking this as the word of the episode. We'll see. Um, there, uh, in, in communication, when you're communicating with somebody or, or lots of things, you have to look at the context, the context of the situation of whatever it is that you're reading, you're understanding. It's very important to know context. I feel like, I feel like one of the issues in communication where, or when there are issues with communication, it is because uh, somebody is not giving context. I know for me, maybe it's just my brain, but I know for me, there's a siren going by. For me, if somebody starts talking to me about something, I think oftentimes they miss giving me context. 
and I need context. I need to know what they are talking about. Uh, I can't sometimes follow what's going on unless I'm giving the context, unless I'm given the context. Uh, so it's vi- I, I strongly recommend that if you are communicating with somebody um, as much as you can, give them context about the thing that's going on. Because what people don't realize or they don't think about is that they have a train of thought in their head that doesn't always come out. And they, they unconsciously assume that the, other, the people that they're talking to know what that train of thought is. But how can they know that? if they are not given that context. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Have I talked enough about context? I think I have. Moving on. What is that sound? Um, It is the word context-free. And this is two words with a hyphen, adjective from 1964, of relating to or being a grammar or language-based, or a language, grammar or language, based on rules that describe a change in a string without reference to elements not in the string. Also, being such a rule. Uh, Yeah, my brain sort of shuts down even when we talk about grammar and language, even though I'm reading a book about the dictionary. Um, This is a lot of stuff going on there. Context-free. I want all of us to have context. Okay. Next word is contextualize. Transitive verb from 1934, to place in a context. And the example of what is being placed is a word or activity. And contextualization is a noun. And of course, because there's the T-U-A-L in this word, you can pronounce it a variety of ways. To place in a context. You are then contextualizing. It's a good, it's a good thing to do, I guess. Next word is contexture. Context with a U-R-E. Contexture, contexture. Noun from 1603. One, the act, process, or manner of weaving parts into a whole. Also, a structure so formed. As in, a contexture of lies. Number two, the synonym is context. Let's see, that's it for that. Next is C-O-N-T-G. It is an abbreviation for the word containing. And I don't know how to say it. Contagutica. No. Wee, wee, wee. Next word is contiguity. Contiguity. Why does that word sound so weird? Because it is a weird word. Contiguity. Contiguity? Contiguity. You say it more times. It's not going to change it. Noun from 1612, the quality or state of being contiguous. And the synonym is proximity. Relatedly, we have contiguous. C-O-N-T-I-G-U-O-U-S. Adjective from circa 1609. One, being in actual contact. Touching along a boundary, or at a point. The 48 states of America, the the 48 of the 50 are contiguous. I feel like I mentioned that in, maybe in yesterday's episode or something. The 48 contiguous states. Number two is talking about an angle. 
or just of angles in general. It is the number two definition for the word adjacent. They're touching. Three, next or near in time or sequence. What is the next thing? Is it a scene in a movie? It is the next event to happen. It is, they are contiguous. Four, touching or connected throughout in an unbroken sequence. I'm going to read that again. Touching or connected throughout in an unbroken sequence, as in contiguous row houses. Uh, And then a synonym for everything is the word adjacent. Contiguously is an adverb, and contiguousness is a noun. And this is from the Latin verb contingere, which means to have contact with. And there's more at the word contingent. Maybe that's the one where I was it's, I was reminded contingent. Uh, con, wait, it may, no, wait, that hasn't happened yet. <gasps> it's coming up in this episode. No, it's not. I'm looking ahead. I'm looking ahead. It's in next. Uh, it's in the next episode. Contingent. Okay. I don't know why I got so got so flustered about that. Okay. Next word. Wee 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 wee. Continence. Continence. It is a noun from the 14th century. Uh, we got a we got a couple of things here. It's, um. Yeah. I, th- I think this is fine to talk about. It, it has to be fine because it's in the dictionary. Number one, the synonym is self-restraint, but especially a refraining from sexual intercourse. So in this context, ah, see, I used a word in this episode. In this context, when people use the word continence, they often mean refraining from sexual intercourse. Um, And then, of course, there's that other word, abstinence. Uh, I think, uh, I guess they're, they're similar but different. Maybe abstinence is the act of uh, refraining, but then this one, if I look at the synonym self-restraint, maybe you have continence in that. Okay, yeah, I think it's something like that. And then number two for continence, it is the ability to retain a bodily discharge voluntarily. The ability to retain a bodily discharge voluntarily. So that's by choice. You can do it with your with your own brain you can do it i uh, you know what voluntarily means as in the example fecal continence and that means you are able to hold in your poop inside of your body voluntarily and you have that ability that's continence it doesn't say this but the opposite is incontinence so somebody who is incontinent means that they do not have the ability, and sometimes those bodily discharges just let themselves out on their own without control. The best example is pee. Somebody who's older, they may have lost the ability to uh, to hold in the pee, and it sometimes comes out. So that's incontinent. Uh, maybe we will see something related to that shortly. Uh, let's see. Okay, like the next word. Funny that my sound is wee, 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 and we are talking about pee. Uh, okay, the next word is continent. First form, adjective, from the 14th century. One, exercising continence, the one that we were just talking about. Could be self-restraint, could be holding in bodily discharges. It's continent. It's holding it in. And number two is obsolete. It is the word restrictive. Restrictive. 
Continently is an adverb, and uh, this is from the Latin verb contenere, which means to hold in. Hold in the pee, hold in the fecal matter. Uh, and then there's uh, also more at the word contain. And, uh, oh, th- this is actually our last word, continent. That was the first form. I think I forgot to say that. Our second form of continent. Wee, 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 wee. Wee, 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 wee. It is a continent again, and you can pronounce it either continent or continent. It, it, somehow it went down to two syllables, and I can't say that with my mouth. Con- continent. Continent? Okay, something like that. This is a noun from 1541. Number one is archaic, and the synonyms are container and confines. I think it's confines and not confines. Number two is also archaic. It is the synonym epitome. It's the epitome. We'll learn about that when we get to the E's. Three, the synonym is mainland. For A, one of the six or seven great divisions of land on the globe. And then relatedly, for B, uh, this one would be capitalized, the continent of Europe. And that is used with the word the. The continent. All right, so this is what I got to say about that. So we've got North America, South America, Africa, Europe, Asia, uh, Antarctica. Is that, is that right? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, Australia. I knew there was a seventh one. Um, uh, but but Europe, Europe and Asia are very, very much connected. And for some reason, they consider them separate continents. So much so that there is a whole other definition, which is just talking about the continent of Europe. And it even has a whole, it has the word the before it, the continent. I'm so fascinated by that. Um, yeah, I've always thought it was weird that Europe, which is a relatively small land mass area, but has this huge border with the rest of the Asian land mass. I just always thought it was interesting that was considered its own continent. Um, Right? It is, right? Am I mistaken in that? I think I'm right. I I like questioning everything after I say it. Um, So I just thought that that was funny. Anyway, continent. Does everybody lives on a continent? Okay, let's read the words. We had... Contest, contestant, contestation, context, context-free, contextualize, contexture, contiguity, contiguous, continence, and continent. I am going to pick context as the word of the episode because, like I said, I think it is very important to give context wherever you can. Don't assume that people know what is going on in your brain if you're communicating with them. Give give some context. And if you watch an older movie and you're like, what's so great about it? Maybe learn up on the context of why people say it's great. And it's not going to change your mind necessarily, but at least you'll appreciate it a little bit more. Okay, let's talk about the holidays for today, January 12th. Oh, today would have been my grandma's birthday. Um... Uh, Okay, so holidays. Tunisia has Children's Day. Puerto Rico has... Is this the right... Am I... Nope, nope, I didn't update this page. You're like, Spencer, Tunisia had Children's Day yesterday. You are correct. I am wrong. 
In Turkmenistan, it is Memorial Day. In India, it is National Youth Day. In Russia, it is Prosecutor General's Day. In Tanzania, it is Zanzibar Revolution Day. In... where? Uh, okay, in uh, U.S., Canada, the U.K., it is Kiss a Ginger Day. And, of course, that is talking about people with red hair. So go kiss them, but you need some consent. Fun holidays, it is Curried Chicken Day. It is Feast of Fabulous Wild Men Day. That sounds interesting. Uh, National Hot Tea Day. Make some hot tea. National Marzipan Day. Uh, If you don't know what marzipan is, it is a sweet treat made from almonds. It has a very interesting flavor that's very much an almondy. I don't know. It doesn't taste like almonds, but things that are made from almonds have that flavor. Uh, So yeah, not everybody loves it. But the interesting thing about it is that for some reason, maybe because of the consistency... People make things out of it. It's like clay with colors and shapes. They like literally will make little sculptures out of marzipan, which I think is kind of fun. It's National Pharmacist Day. I uh, I went to a pharmacy today and I saw some pharmacists because I got my COVID booster. So thank you, pharmacists, for doing that. That's a hard word to say, pharmacist, especially if it's plural, pharmacists. It is stick to your New Year's resolution day. Work Harder Day. Maybe work harder on your New Year's resolution. Uh, let's see. I'm just scanning through this. Uh, yeah, the National Youth Day. That was the other one. I think it's uh, in some other places. So, we did it. We finished this episode. I talked a lot about context. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.